Hey friend, and welcome back. Yep, you're listening to another episode of the Be Encouraged podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Brindle, and today I'm going to take it back to episode number 10 with Sherry Furman called Leaving a Legacy. The reason why I am replaying this episode for everyone is because this was an episode done when I was first starting out with the Be Encouraged podcast, and Sherry was my third guest speaker on the show and still one of my favorites to go back and listen to. She's so inspiring, not only in our community, but to others, especially when you get a chance to talk with her one-on-one. She's the one of the most genuine, kind-hearted people you'll ever meet. She's also the CEO and face of Pure Wild Tea Company and a mom of, m- mom of five and an elementary school teacher. You know, Sherry wears a lot of different hats, but one of the most important things that she does is build people up. Her encouragement is so captivating. When you talk with her, she makes you feel like you are a part of her family. You know, Sherry and I dive into topics on this episode about, you know, what would you put on your bucket list? I encourage you today to think about what are some things this summer that you really want to do, that you've been toying with in your mind. Should I do it? Should I not? Because I really think after listening to Sherry, you may have a few extra ones to tack onto your bucket list. And you know, she really inspires me to leave a legacy behind. Her story touched me so much, especially after losing my father-in-law this past year in December of 2020. You know, that really shook our family's world up. But his legacy lives strong in all of us. I can see that. I can see that the morals and values and traditions that we carry on today because of him. You know, Sherry's words stir up that encouragement for all of us to find things that fascinate us, challenge us, and to do things that move us onward and upward. The, do the things that leave a legacy behind. With faith as your guide, I promise you all things are possible. So let's go ahead, hop in to this little conversation that we have, and I hope it sparks uh, something inside you. You know, she says this in the podcast. Before we get started, you have to listen to this quote and really listen out for it. We are, are being taught things all along our journey. So working hard and being challenged, if you don't have that, you're not creating, you know, a mission in life. You're not creating that legacy because you won't have those stories to tell. And that's what creates our legacies, the stories that we leave behind, even the ups and downs. It's all a part of it. So I hope today that that quote that Sherry says will stick out to you and that you'll spark that long-term thinking of to leave a legacy behind. So without further ado, grab your coffee, start your walk or run or wherever you are, and be encouraged, friend. Let's go. Hi, Jackie. Hi. Good morning, Sherry. Thank you for joining me on my podcast today. I'm so thankful that I have you here and Our listeners are going to learn so much from you today. Are you excited? (laughs) I am so excited. And they are definitely going to learn a lot from both of us. Absolutely. So let's get our listeners to know you in a fun way. I know you have a bucket list, Sherry. So which for those, if you don't know what a bucket list is, it's a list of things that you want to do, see your experience in your life before you, you know, kick the bucket. So what are some things name two or whatever, as many as you want, uh, that you've crossed off your bucket list. That's totally worth sharing with everyone here. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. So I truly love my bucket list. Um, but I will have to say that like my bucket list has changed over time. Uh, about three years ago when my bucket list started, it was uh, really intended to live life to its fullest. So that was kind of like the goal of choosing things on my bucket list. And um, we had had a, a personal tragedy happen and that kind of kicked me into that live life to the fullest um, idea. But now it's it's kind of like evolved and and now it's more like, I'm doing things that fascinate me, move me, or challenge me. Um, and my my list includes, you know, visiting places or having experiences um, or, or having accomplishments that I want to master before I die. So it's truly changed over time. It's evolved. Um, but I would say that my very first thing that I put on my bucket list is my favorite thing. And, and um, it was skydiving, actually. And this did evolve out of a personal tragedy. My um, daughter's boyfriend at the time was killed in a car accident. And um, he was getting very close to our family. Um, he was 19 years old, and that's how old my daughter was. And when we lost him, I did not know how to help her grieve through this because I, I was grieving as well. And it was just so heart-wrenching to watch this, you know, my daughter go through a boyfriend, a boyfriend's passing. And, um, there was so much going on with his passing. We, we decided to fly out to Montana to, to visit with my sister and just get away from, um, you know, everything that had happened. Um, wow, yeah. so while we were out there, my sister was getting ready. She already had her skydiving appointment and we watched her skydive. And we went that following Monday then. That was on a Friday. She had done some skydiving, and we went Monday. And I remember jumping out of that plane and just feeling like um, this was the closest to heaven I was going to ever be. And, um, you know, I mentioned my mom as, you know, talked to my mom as we were um, yeah. falling because uh, my mother had passed years ago. And um, I just felt such a connection. So I would say that was my favorite. It was my first, but there was also such a, an enlightenment by, by skydiving after that tragic loss. It kind of made me feel that you have to always live life to the fullest and take those chances. Um, sometimes I think we're too afraid to sometimes do something and, and we shouldn't. We should just let go. You know, God will help us and we will Ooh, yeah. be fine. No, I love that. Let go. And that's what you did. You literally let go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. I'll tell you what. Um, I always I always said I wanted to skydive. I always said those words. But I think deep down inside, I could say them because I felt safe. And I was like, oh, no, that'll never really happen. I'll never be called out about it. And then when I was called out, I was kind of like, "Ooh, OK, um, yeah. I am being challenged and let's go. You know, so it was really exciting. So that was like my very very uh first exciting one but i've done so many things since then um i've done an air balloon hot air balloon ride which again just made me feel like i was experiencing that skydiving thing oh, i believe again beautiful. so that was you know really really cool I, it was an, actually a hot air balloon race so there were so many in the sky it was just like the most gorgeous thing that oh. ever happened you know yeah. But, and like um, you said, you, you're doing things that fascinate you, that move you, that challenge you. I love that. 
I think yes. our listeners, like that's something I know I'm going to take away is do things that fascinate you, move you and challenge you. And the hot air balloon, like you're literally, you know, moving and it's fascinating. Like you said, it's a hot air balloon race. So you didn't even just go big. You went huge. <laughs> go big or go home. That's yeah. just your motto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that's awesome. And then what would you say is one that you still want to do? So even though I have some that like are just incredibly, um, you know, they're very adventure adventurous, you know, um, our zip lining over the rainforest in Costa Rica, you know, that was another adventurous one. I actually want to do a biblical, um, vacation. And I, I want to see the different sites. Um, that's be, become like really interesting to me. And I've seen other people that have gone on that um, vacation and tour. Yeah. And I, I just, I want to like see the places that I've heard about, but like, I want to now be there and experience them. So oh I would definitely do the biblical one and the, the seven natural wonders of the world. Those are like really up there on my list to to do. Yeah. Okay. So mark me down on your calendar. I'm kind of <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Okay. So that, wow, that's so cool. I didn't even know those things about you. I didn't know you were going to say any of that. <laughs> so that's awesome. yeah. um, no, that's good. And so for those of you, so you told us a little bit about yourself just in uh, some tragedy things that have happened in your life, but really let's pull back here and just paint the whole picture uh, ground up, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself and your background, uh, business and your journey um, for our listeners. So I do wear multiple hats. <laughs> I'm a wife. Uh, my husband and I are married 29 years, uh, a mother to five kids. Uh, my kids range from age seven through 28. Um, I've, I'm a teacher. I've been teaching in my current school district for believe I'm out 23 years, something, something of that nature, but I've been teaching for close to 30 years, but you know, as far as contract goes, we're around 25. Um, I'm a business owner, a woman entrepreneur, and that started six years ago, although the idea started a long time before that. Um, and I just love helping my community. So Whatever seems to be going on, what kind of vol- whatever volunteers they need, I try to jump in and and help the community because I think it's important to constantly be paying it forward in society. So those are the I things that, that I do. Wow. Yeah. No. So you're paying it forward. That's exactly Sherry. What you do, which is why I think people just gravitate towards you and are just just adore you. So. Oh. Uh, and then with your business, uh, let's just speak to that a little bit. So you started that six years ago, you said, and your business is uh, making tea. So tell us a little bit about that. Cause you said it, it's really been before six years, you've been making this tea and then what kind of launched you into that? How did you know, okay, now's the time to take the next step? Because I think for me and just speaking, you know, having kids myself and you had five, you have five children. And for me personally, how do you know now is the time taking that next step towards what you're thinking because like okay you know this is good but how do you know it's good enough to like take that next step to drive it to a business or to not get distracted or even listen to naysayings because um I know sometimes like as a mom you feel like you're sitting out a couple mm-hmm. of before you're up to bat does that make sense yes so it does you know, 
okay, this is, this is the timing, you know, this is the right timing, or maybe there's never a good timing, but how yeah. do you start? How do you have that courage? So th- there are many layers to what, um, what really prompted me to get started with my business. Um, over 20 years ago, 23 years ago, my mother passed away. And before my mother passed away, my mother was always very entrepreneurial as well. And she loved, you know, baking, cooking. She did all of that stuff on the side while she maintained her full-time job. And I had always wanted to do something with her. And I had mentioned to her about making meadow tea. Well, we never got a chance to really fulfill any of that because my mother was diagnosed at 38 with cancer and she passed at 48. So she did not have a very long period of time to, you know, enjoy um, everything that the rest of us get to enjoy when it comes to having a nice, nice, long, prosperous life. And so when she passed away, you know, I, I wanted to work through the grief and, and I wanted to do something in tribute to her. And what I decided to do is um, start this tea business. And with the support mm-hmm. of my dad and my, my family, um, we, we started this tea business as a family and, um, we worked through our grief that way because my, my family was not the type that would go see counseling. And so instead, um, you know, we kind of worked with our hands and that's what helped us. But, um, you know, when, when we first got started, it still wasn't the right time, um, because not everything was lined up the way it needed to be. So I would say to anybody that's starting a business, you know, everything will kind of align when it's supposed to. Sometimes our timeline is not the timeline that, um, um, is there for us. I would often, you know, speak to God and say, help me, you know, help me choose the right time. Help me, you know, get through this. Cause I thought I was right. ready and I'm not. So there was a lot of growing, uh, pains in some of that because, um, my timeline did not always match up. I think what God had planned for me, um, but it all works out in the long run. And sometimes you can look back at that big picture and you're like, this is why, because it was, it's so much better now than had I pushed, um, forward before. Cause we, I kind of wasn't ready for that. So it's so much better to be doing it now. Um, right. Right. No, I, I love that. It's so good that you said that because, um, I can remember a time now and for our backstory, um, I didn't know you prior to me teaching in the in the school that you're teaching in, and and just so happened that I was taking your long term sub position um, when you were out on maternity leave with Serenity. Yeah, and it just happened that I was, you know, really looking for a position. We just moved to the area not too long ago, and um, and there, I don't know, like I I was even saying this in my blog that people re- really became the reward out of that experience. I didn't get any position out of it from that. I gained experience and I learned. Um, but the people who I met were sincerely, the students, the people became the reward out of that experience. And like you said, it wasn't the right timing. And I love that you said that because I think a lot of us think now, 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 now. And there's something to be stead, said for, you know, God has his perfect timing for everything under the sun. You know, it says that in Ecclesiastes that you know, there's a time for this and a time for that and a time yeah. to plant, a time to uproot, and a time to tear down, a time to rebuild. And truly, God was working on on my life in on that. But not to go on a complete tangent, we um, I'll never forget it. Years later, I went to a coffee shop 
and I came out and then there you were sitting on the corner in our hometown. I was like, Sherry Furman, what are you doing? And um, I told you about, you know, you know, journey and I had just gone through some interviews and I just was throwing up my hands to God and just telling you, like, I just don't know what's meant to happen out of this. And you just told me to hold on to faith. You had such encouraging words. And I think just those words pay it forward. Like you said, as part of your legacy, just to pay it forward, your kind words really uplifted me in a time where I was like, oh, I don't even know if this is going to work out or if this is the timing or the right timing for this to work out, you know, and you wound up getting a sign that said faith and you didn't know why, right? Like, I don't even know where you found it. I think I hung in our new house because uh, you're we moving at that time. And I was so just, it was such a good reminder to hold on to that. So I really do, Aww. you know, just on a personal level, just thank you so much for that. Because, and now as I'm starting podcasts, I'm like, who do I want on here? Who has been so influential and can give such good advice and <laughs> others up? Um, no other than you. So thank you for that. Are you that day? It was a tea thing. I was there bringing tea for somebody because they had contacted me and wanted some samples. And, you know, again, like God yeah. always drives that as well. You know, things happen that I have no control over and God puts things in my path. And when things are going um, the opposite way, he puts things in my path yeah. to keep me going forward. And, um, you know, so that was one of those days where, um, you know, God worked through me with T to meet you and give you the strength that you needed. It's the same strength that he gives me in yeah, times that yeah. I need that. So I really feel like, you know, things are always put in front of us and we just have to recognize yeah. that and go with it. We can't say, well, it's not showing up the yes. way I need it as a sign. <laughs> we, we have to take it as it comes, you know, and, um, you know, yeah. Carrie Underwood's song, yeah. Jesus Take the yeah. Wheel. Are you familiar with that song? I'm gonna take it from my hands because I can't do this on my own. I say those words many times. I say, Jesus, take the wheel. You know, you direct me. How am I supposed to drive through this um, stumbling yeah. block that I, I might be having? You know, and I consider life as a journey. So taking the wheel, you're just driving through life. So I often think of that as I it's a good am struggling sometimes. I, I'm sure even I say, in your business, you know, you like you said, I mean, gosh, you've had so many hardships to endure, you know, and how do you find and cultivate the right things, you know, to grow in the season that you're meant to grow in, you know, and I think um, like you did say, pay it forward and um, somehow just en enjoy where you're at. I think just what we were speaking to is like accept it. And as things come, like God's going to put things in your path. Even if you didn't see it coming, God's going to put those blessings in your path. I love that. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. We just have to be open that, you know, it's not yeah. always going to be the picture that we paint, you know, life is not like that. And we just have to take it as it is. And, you know, I, I think that's what people get too caught up in the fairy tale that they paint in their head does not become the actual thing. And, um, you know, but that's how life is. Yeah. Life is unpredictable. I, I love that you make uh, lemonade out of lemons. And really you did just, you, you make, you know, tea out of little leaves, right? <laughs> you, and there's so much yeah. work that yeah. goes into that, right? 
Um, and then I guess have you yes, incorporated family is. into this legacy that you're leaving? Because I think a lot of us like, you know, need to find a way to a starting point um, to begin this legacy, you know, this thing that we pass down and paint it forward to our own children and our children's children. Um, how do you incorporate your family into what you're doing? My family is just so important. There's nothing I don't do without my family. And, um, you know, we all work together. My brothers, sisters, dad, everybody. So when something needs to get done, we all just kind of band and work on whatever that is. And then we move on to whoever else has a different type of project. So, um, you know, my family just supported me so much. My cousins, uh, it's tremendous. No one um, could imagine how it turned out, you know, we couldn't have planned it for sure. Um, but my, my cousins, everybody helped get the business started. They helped me with different events and in the process, their kids, my kids, um, were all exposed to that. And, um, that's truly what we wanted. A legacy is not just passing down material things. You know, we were passing on the hard work values that we all had, um, we were passing on how to help each other out. Um, so we were just kind of passing down these moral things that that's what you want to leave your children as your legacy. You know, when you're gone, you want to know that your kids are going to be just fine. They had the love and support of, you know, family members and, um, and you've instilled all those things in them that, you know, are important yeah. to get through life. So I would say that, um, you know, the legacy that we built, it's not just based on money and just materialistic things, yes. you know, it's built on traditions and no, I love that. helping I love that others. I will even see, uh, I know you go, you travel all around um, and meeting so many different people. And I often see your kids with you. Um, and even Serenity, when she's so little too, the baby, I remember like her on your, your hip and you're handing out tea samples at fairs and, and things like that. So I mean, when you say you're a doer, like people listen, she is a doer. She's not like, well, I need to find a sitter. No, like these kids are coming with me. We're doing this together, like all hands on deck. Um, and I love that because I don't think, I think some people think they need to separate their business and their home life and being a mom when you just are like, throw it all together, you know, mix it all up in the pot and it's going to turn out really good. And I love that. I love that. <laughs> Well, thank you. I, I think, you know, as a mom, we're always worried that we're not meeting everyone's needs. And we always are concerned with meeting everyone's needs but ourselves. And I just hit a time in my life where now I wanted to focus a little bit more on what I wanted to do, which was to, you know, start this tea business based on, you know, my mother's passing and, and get this tribute started. And by doing that, I felt a little selfish because I was finally like doing something I wanted to do. But then I decided if I'm going to do what I want to do, I still am going to keep up with getting the kids to their sporting activities and dance activities and, and their schoolwork, homework and whatever fun things they wanted to do. So I just learned how to incorporate both. But that meant, you know, melting everything together. So if we're doing something that I want to do for myself, which is start the tea business, you're in the field with me, <laughs> you're at the events with me. And um, actually, I think that helped me so much because when people saw me with my family, they didn't say, oh, you know, why is she bringing a kid to work? They were just inspired that yeah. um, 
it was all of us, you know, and it, and there is no I in team and it's not just me. It's all of us that have created this business. It's, you know, I might be the face of the business, but, um, it takes all of us. And so people love that this is a family business and it's not just our immediate family. It's, you know, my cousins and brothers and everyone, because I think some of those people are missing that in their life. And so they feel inspired to see that someone is doing that. I mean, it's not always, yeah. you know, a picture of roses. Um, you know, we have, we have our moments where, you know, ups or downs and, or disagreements and how we should do something. But then we all, you know, jump on board when the decision's made. Because you wear many hats. Like you're a teacher, you're a businesswoman, you're an entrepreneur, you're, you know, a volunteer, a, you know, giving in the community. And it just encourages me, like, if she can do it, I can do it, you know? So just really encouraged by that. And I think many families and people and moms and dads will definitely be encouraged by, um, you know, the way you live your life, this legacy that you're leaving behind is something, you know, worth, worth doing themselves, you know? Um, and I love that even in like your bucket list, how you said those three things, fascinate, move and challenge. I think that could be a mantra for anybody living life. And that's how you do your business. That's how you do your family. Like, like together, let's let's be fascinated by something. Mm-hmm. Let's move and let's be challenged because you know what? Challenges, like you know, as a teacher, kids when they, they get challenged, they grow. Mm-hmm. You know, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, you see such growth in them. And the, the end of the year is the best part because you yeah. you feel like it sort of clicks and that you can have fun with it. You know, where yeah, they're gonna go through some growing pains, just like your business and just like a family, you grow through some growing pains. You know. But that's all part of leaving a legacy um, that is unforgettable, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, and we're being taught things all along our our, our journey. And so um, working hard and being challenged, those are just, if you don't have that, you're not creating, you know, um, a mission in life. You're not creating that, that legacy because yeah. yeah. you won't have those stories to tell. And that's what creates our legacies, you know, the, the stories behind all the hard work, the stories behind all the ups and downs, you know, and you were, you did say about me being, um, you know, an inspiration to you, but I, I want to say like, like there's so many things around me that inspire me too. I don't right. see myself as an inspiration, but I, I, you know, because there are ups and downs and I don't know if the word inspiration means just ups, but, um, you know, I try to only show the ups, but there are plenty of downs. So um, not that people feel like, you know, there's a perfect way of doing something and feel maybe they're not following the right path. If everything doesn't go as planned, there's plenty of ups and And downs. I mean, people should even know that for us to do this podcast, we had a lot of hurdles to jump through to even for us to get this rolling. I mean, this is our third time trying. I mean, phones were down yeah. in bags of rice. Um, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, to the wonderful brain. You always put a smile on, no yeah. matter what. And you, you were so funny. You were like, Jackie, if I don't laugh, I might just cry. And sometimes that's just life, right? Like, if we just yeah. laugh and just, okay, this is what, can't make this up. This is life. Um, and just kind of laugh it off sometimes that you just have to, right? Like that's the beauty of it is you can't make this yeah. stuff up. No. And I think that's what we get caught up on at times. We just feel everything is going to flow smoothly. 
and it doesn't. And that's when you just um, monitor and adjust. And uh, as a teaching phrase, right? You just monitor and adjust. And now you tackle it in a different avenue. But as long as you are passionate about it, you will always find a way to do it. You just have to, you know, curtail through all those hurdles. And um, if the road has a detour, you take the detour. It just reminds me, I keep going back to um, these words in, in Esther, because Esther is um, in the Bible and she is, she leaves this legacy behind in, in the word. And I feel like Esther's a very, Queen Esther's story is very um, well known. But for those of you who don't know, and that's okay, <laughs> but she was just this queen who uh, was handpicked. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was you know, tons of girls uh, to be the, the king suitor. And she just stuck out to the king. And, and her cousin was like, you're handpicked like, for such a time as this. And that's like quoted all over right now, even on social media, I see for such a time as this. And I think God really wants us to be reminded that leaving a legacy right now is important. Like how we deal with the times in this day and age and how we're, God wants us to know we are handpicked for this moment in time that God's handpicked us to be right where we're at and to accept it and roll with it and laugh with it and find someone to enjoy it with. And think that's all part of leaving a legacy that will be here for generations to come. And I think that's really important to know for such a time as this, that there's no accident like that. We are going to be here for a purpose and a plan. And whether we believe it or not, you better just hold on to it and trust it because I dare you, I dare you to take that step of faith into what you're, you're dreaming, what you're thinking and keep going. And if you're a parent who's distracted, listen to this girl, listen to Sherry, because she is a woman who is like, let's just go, let's, let's pick ourselves up, dust it off and let's roll. Let's keep going with it. You know? And I just think that's what we got to do because no timing is perfect. Yeah. Um, our perfect in our sense, because we're limiting, our mind is limited, but God is limitless. Right. Um, and I think when we put our trust in him, he just let it go yes. and he just takes the reins in it. And you're like a testimony of that. I'm a testimony of that. I think the more we trust, the, the better it gets. Right. Exactly. And there is no time. There is no perfect time for anything. You just have to, you just have to take a chance and go. I think it's easy for us to say the timing has to be perfect for us to do it because it just makes it easier to sit back. And that's the reason that we haven't chosen to, to move forward and to challenge ourselves. But if we um, just decide we are going to do this now and nothing is going to get in our way. And if something does, we're going to detour around it. Um, we can do anything. There there is nothing that we cannot do. And life is too short to just sit back and and watch the ball game. You need to get in the game and you need to um, start running those bases and, um, you know, and and you'll, you'll hit a home run. You just have to, to try. I think, wow, that's so good. You just have to try. Um, you're right. Cause if you don't try, you don't know. Right. And we tell it to our students. If you don't try, you don't make a mistake. You won't learn from a mistake. You know, like, I think that's so good. And um, anyway, I'm going to pull an Oprah question out here for my last question, because I know you love Oprah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, I do love what Oprah. advice would you give to your younger self, your younger you, before kids, before married, before it all? What would you tell the young Sherry um, before you set out mm. to build this legacy? What would you tell your younger self? Wow, there are so many things I would tell myself. Um, 
one of the most important things is that life is not a race. I tell my children this all the time because some of their friends are doing things that are that that are maybe um, different than what their path is. And I tell them that life is not a race. Um, do things at your own speed in your own time. Um, just because someone else is getting married doesn't mean that that's the time for you. You know, if um, you need to love yourself first wholeheartedly and you have to know that you are enough before you are ready to um, pull somebody else into that relationship. And yeah. that person needs to be your soulmate. That needs to be somebody that compliments you, that, that completes you. And um, so just loving yourself, knowing yourself, knowing that life is not a race are important. Um, have, having confidence. These young girls that I see in my fourth grade class sometimes don't have that confidence. They don't have good self-esteem. And you and I know that we are who we are now yeah. because we've gained that confidence. We now can um, be proud to say things that we were worried people might judge and, um, you know, and think, wow, what, you're starting a tea business, yeah. something to drink. You know, so you need to have that confidence. And, and honestly, by having that confidence, people then don't question you because you're showing that you're so strong. And then they don't question you. They, they follow you. They support you because they're so excited to see, you know, um, the blossoming that's occurring with you and your confidence. And, um, you know, that has been really important to me, um, the people that support me, but they're supporting me because they just love mm. seeing that strong, vibrant side to me that has developed over time. Doesn't come when you're young. I think it takes a lot of time to get to where you are, and um, just hold on to that. Just you know, as a as an older person speaking to a younger person, a younger self, um, you'll get there. You just got to keep growing and be confident in mm, who you are and so who you're good. becoming. That resonates so much with me I feel like as you know uh 30 just turned 36 so I'm like at that point where like it's shifting where that confidence like you, you're speaking of it's um it's no more like young girls like I feel like I'm stepping out and I'm more confident you know like a god confident like okay god made me this way I'm, I'm gonna step out into these giftings and mm -hmm. these things that I know that um I don't know are pressing my heart and I'm not gonna be apologetic about it <laughs> it's unapologetic <laughs> Exactly. Yes. God has given us gifts and talents or skills and talents. And, and we just need to know, recognize what they are and cultivate them and use them. Like that's what he gave them for, for us to use and inspire others. Um, your, your wonderful podcast, encourage others. I mean, that's a fabulous yes. word to use. Um, encourage others. I mean, that. God has set you here to do yeah. that, to encourage others. Well, thank you so much for coming on this show and for spilling out your heart and getting people to know you as I know you. And you're just so wonderful. I'm Thank you, thank you, Jerry, for coming on and being one of my first guests. As you all listen in on that, thank you all for listening to those little audio overlays and little noise backgrounds that in the beginning I didn't really know how to edit out. You know, I've come a long way doing this podcast thing, and it reminds me of what Sherry was talking about in this episode, that there's going to be ups and downs, and we're going to get it 100% right, and sometimes we'll miss the mark completely. 
But when, when we look back, we can look at all of it and be glad knowing that it's all part of our story. All of it, the ups and downs. I hope that Sherry encouraged you all to see that life is meant to be lived to the fullest. I love that she even got so hype about the word of this podcast, be encouraged. Maybe you feel the same way. Maybe you feel encouraged too. And maybe you feel led to write a review on Apple or Spotify and even to subscribe. That would make me so happy. I would love to connect with you in some way. And if you would like to follow me on Instagram, you can certainly do so at Jackie, J-E-C-K-I-E, B as in the letter B, inspiring, I-N-S-P-I-R-I-N-G. It's all one word, Jackie, B, inspiring. And you can learn more about Sherry's Pure Wild Tea by clicking the link in the show notes. I hope you all have a great week. Bye.